Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Tuesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun show so far. Check out the podcast at theticketfm.com. The show, as always, sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Check out their current job openings today at gainatrucking.com. If you just tuned in, it is our six-year anniversary today of early break, May 10th, 2016. We started. It is May 10th, 2022. We are still here. We are still going and plan on doing this for a while. So... Keep us company. Give us a call or text 402-464-5685. We'd love to hear from you on our anniversary show today. How many more years you got left in you? Yeah, you know. Whatever. Come on. I don't know. I don't know how many years I have left. I don't know the future, what it looks like. As many as I want to. How about that? As long as they'll have me. How about that? Whoa. All right. Uh, got some got some news a little bit ago. We do. If you care about some NFL schedule stuff. Oh yeah, that's happening this week. The, yeah. ro- the rollout occurs pretty much. Yeah. The rollouts have it ha- started yesterday. It goes through the full releases on Thursday. Yeah, it goes 12th. almost the whole week. Uh, if you if you if you a Broncos or a Rams fan, this is for you. If you a if you are a Broncos or a Rams fan, this was announced just twenty five minutes ago. Broncos Rams on Christmas Day, three thirty Central Time on CBS slash Nickelodeon. So that'll be Matt Stafford, the Super Bowl champion Rams versus Russell Wilson, not with the Seahawks, but with his new team, the Denver Broncos. Parker Gabriel on oh, on the scene. Per- Merry Christmas, Parker! You're covering a football game this year. Yep. That's fine. not a bowl trip, but it's an NFL. It's yeah. an NFL game. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He's working in this new gig. Yep. Guys, yeah, but he, Maybe I bet we he's should call, about We, we should right have now. him on before that game. See yeah. how things are going in Denver. Yeah. Maybe the Broncos are a playoff team by then. Yeah. They should be with Russell Wilson. Um, okay, here's some other text before we get on with our segment. Uh, Tyler wants to know, Jake, how'd you play last night in golf league? Wasn't good. <laughs> now, I have no one to blame but myself. I, there's no wind complaints. The heat, it was hot, but it was not a problem. No, come the on. Heat, no, I'm saying, the heat was not an issue. No. Because it became very comfortable, like two holes in. Very comfortable. I shot five over. That's horrible for me at Woodland Hills. Yesterday, the heat wasn't that bad because it wasn't humid, was it? No, I wasn't no, sweating. No, it, 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 was, it was, I'm not going to say pleasant, but it was It was fine. It was flat. You know what? This is a nice time of year for the heat because there's no bugs. Um, I mowed the lawn shirtless last night because there was no bugs. No bugs. I know that's a very tough visual for you, but I did. Go ahead. What else you got on the text line there? Yeah, Sparks? I just want like golf league was fun last night though. Shout out to all of our ninety three seven ticket golf league members. There's thirty four teams of two. Whoa, man! And there's full a lot, boat. And by, by the way, there's a lot of new teams out there. Full boat. A lot of teams have returned. A lot of new teams as well. Hope you all had a fun night if you were in league, and hope you keep coming back for Mondays going forward. 
Well, of course they would. I'm just back. sometimes people bag out. You know, people wig out and leave early. This happens yeah. every golf. It's not just all, every right. golf league has people that don't make it through the season. Okay. I want to make. I want, I want. I want all teams to make it through the season this year. Okay. Yeah. You uh, seemed lucid on your text last night. I was pissed. I had three double bogeys. Well, you seemed lucid. I mean, you were yeah, texting I, I was, me normal yeah, things. I was normal last. Yeah. I had three beers, but yeah. I was fine. Yeah. When when you're when you are, you know, I was hot, so I was drinking was as, as as hydration. Basically, I was hydrated. I was hot. Uh, Simba, no five over, not five under. Five over par. I had you're three double over. bogeys and a birdie. It was mm. hideous. Yeah, that's hideous. Rough for you. The two holes had double. Two of the holes had doubles on. I was trying to lay up with irons and pulled it into the crap. Is that right? And imagine what I was saying at that point. I can only imagine. My partner, AJ, who you know, would tell you that it was not safe for the kids. Uh, AJ can handle it, believe AJ me. AJ also <laughs> just did not play well last night. Really? He would like, He would tell you that. AJ can handle a little off-color language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you a joke he told me off the air. Yeah, uh, please keep it off the air. Because it was... I can only imagine. <laughs> it was one of the best I've heard in a long time. Okay. Uh Tyler lost four balls. Oh, Tyler. Terrible, but had a good time. All right, we'll keep coming back, Tyler. Four six four six four five six eight five. One last thing. Spencer says, Can I get a shout out to the Lincoln Southeast Knights for a big overtime win in quarterfinals of the state tournament last night? That's Gus's team. Quarterfinals of the State Soccer. Oh yes. Yeah. Shout one, out. One nil the Southeast Knights win. Shout out to them. That's the boys? Gus, is that boys or girls? Any idea? I think it's girls. Girls. I think it's girls. All right. Yeah. All right. Shout out, Shout out to, to the them. Southeast soccer team. That's right. Okay. Four six four five six eight five. Call or text as always. Yeah, there's, there, there is an interesting graphic going around social media that really puts an interesting picture on the comparison of Nebraska and Texas since the 2009 Big 12 championship, which, of course, Nebraska probably should have won. There was a BS second put back on the clock. Nebraska loses. Yes, I said BS because it was BS. Nebraska falls 13-12. to Texas goes on to win the Big 12. Since that game, Sip, Texas and Nebraska have been the same program. They've been pretty much the exact same to this tune. Now, there's more than this, but yeah. Texas since 2009, the title game, has played... 151 games. They have won 83. Nebraska has played 150 games, so one less. They have won 82 games, so one less than Texas. Nebraska has averaged 30.2 points per game. Texas, 30.6, pretty much the same. Nebraska, given up 26.2 points per game. Texas has given up 26.7. The same. Nebraska, 35 players drafted. Texas, 37. Incredible. They're the exact same. Except one thing. Yeah. Texas, 17 five-star recruits since 09. <laughs> Nebraska? Zero. Zero. And they have way more four-stars, too. Yeah. Texas, 158 four-star recruits. Nebraska, 72. This is damning for Texas. It is. I mean, it, everything on there is similar, except for the fact that yeah, you have recruited to a much higher level than Nebraska and have done nothing with it. Okay, the the coaches at Texas since '09, Mac Brown, Charlie Strong, Tom Herman, now Steve Sarkeesian, 
it started going bad for Mac really right after the 09 season. In 2010, they went five and seven. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Five and I, seven. I did not realize that. Yeah. They fell off hard. Because they had Garrett Gilbert. They still beat Nebraska, though, they, in Lincoln yes, that year. Yes. They had Garrett Gilbert and Case McCoy. And I'm glad you mentioned that. If you look at the end of Mac's tenure, he didn't have the quarterbacks. In 2011, it was Gilbert, but it was also – he was going with three at that point. <laughs> That's not good. Gilbert, Case McCoy, and David Ash. You lost those guys. Yeah, Case McCoy and David Ash became co-starters, which means what? No starter. Co-starters. Co-starters. Come on. Don't, 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 don't do the co-starters. Don't do that. Please don't Come on, do that. Mac. 2012. David Ash started 12 games. They were 9-4. and four. I forgot that name, Sip. David Ash. I don't remember the name David Ash. David Ash Texas. started 12 games in, two th- <clears throat> in, in 2012. They went 9-4. and four. In 2013, they're 8-5. and five. And that was Case McCoy and David Ash. Case McCoy started 10. David Ash started 3. But, they, but, but, but clearly they fell off at the quarterback position. Texas. I mean, come on! You don't even remember. I don't. I don't remember. David Ash. I don't remember David Ash, and I faintly remember da- uh, Case McCoy. Right. Faintly. I mean, faintly. Obviously, know Colt McCoy very well. Mm-hmm. Case McCoy, I don't really have a recollection with though. So then, Mac Brown obviously was ousted, and they brought in Charlie Strong, who's a good coach, but it didn't work. He never went five hundred, six and seven, five and seven, five and seven. Herman actually did pretty well record wise. He did. Seven and six, not good out of the gate, but he threw a ten and four, an eight and five, and seven and three during the COVID season. Not good enough. Respectable. Not good enough. But not good enough. Then Stark threw a five and seven. Um so but but Texas is, is more damning because yep. it's Texas. Yep. You've got talent everywhere. And you're getting yeah. that and you're getting that talent. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess it got soft with Mac. I mean, that's they, they, there sort of was a country club mentality. But I don't know why Charlie Strong couldn't get it done. Good coach. He's I like Charlie coach. Strong. Yeah, good coach. Herman kind of got it done, just not at the level that Texas fans expect. And then it fell off under Sark. Hell, Sark lost, lost to Kansas on his home field last year. Yeah, he did. Give up 57 points in that Something game? Something like that. That was not good. To our friend Lance. Yeah. A shout out to Lance. Nice win. That was great, a great win for Lance Leipold, the Kansas head coach. Yeah, these are stunning. How it, it is? Yeah, it's amazing how since 2009, Nebraska and Texas, besides the recruiting, have been pretty much the exact same program in terms of record. Well, and the points per game, and the in the points per game given up, and the draft yeah, yeah, picks. Yeah, 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 yeah. The coaching, the coaching situation is informative. I mean, Mac Brown let it slide for some. I don't know. I don't know exactly what happened with Mac, but we we pointed to the quarterback situation as one factor for sure. Why Charlie Strong couldn't get it going, I don't know. Herman did get it going a little bit, but not enough. And there they are. But all those five star and four star recruits couldn't get it going. Couldn't get it going. 17 five-star recruits in that period, zero for Nebraska. 
158 four-star recruits in that period since 09. 72 for Nebraska is not a terrible number. It doesn't strike me as a terrible number, 72. Four-star recruits yeah, that, since that's, 09. That's pretty good. Texas has 158, which you'd expect. Yeah, a big expect, number yep, there. Expect a lot there. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's scary. See, what now, one big takeaway if you're a Nebraska fan is this stuff to me is scary. Because if it can go bad for a prolonged period in Austin, Texas, or it can go bad for a prolonged period in, I don't know, it went bad for a prolonged period at USC. It did. It did go bad at USC. Um, It, then, of course it can go bad for a prolonged period in Lincoln. Florida State's had some rough goes, right? Oh, God, yes. Since Jimbo left? Yeah. It hasn't been very good there. Yeah, Norvell's teetering. Yeah, Norvell's teetering. Florida's Mike Norvell's been teetering. Florida, yeah, not sustained so yeah, much. Yeah, it has been sustained. You're right. Florida State sustained yep, struggle. And I will tell you this about Florida State, though. Florida State, I, I, mean, I visited that campus and saw their facilities last summer. Florida State, pretty shabby. Facility-wise. Didn't look very impressive. If you go to Florida State, Gus, and you're a recruit, it ain't wowing you. I mean, those pads on the fencing faded. Faded. The sun will do that to them. It's sunny down there. Replace them. Yeah. Miami also has had sustained losing. <clears throat> yeah. Right? Sustained average play. Well, there's been a lot of places that have, <clears throat> there's been a lot of places that have had a hard time getting it going. A and M. How does A and M have a hard time getting it going? They'll get it going with Jimbo. Because they're throwing money. They're throwing millions of dollars around. But how do those places? How do those places like Miami, yep. L.A., Austin, they have sustained issues? Yeah. Well, of course it could happen in Lincoln, Nebraska, right? Yes. Well, it's happened here. It's, it is happening right now. I know it's scary. I mean, let's face it. Let's face it. It's a little scary, right? Yeah, I'm ready for the scare to be over. I know. <laughs> How long does it go? Are we? Are we? Is, is this going to keep extending? Well, here? Fanduel doesn't believe this. Fanduel believes Nebraska is, is the second favorite to win the West. They this year. set the over under at seven point five, and they're banking. They're banking on Nebraska or fans, fans, fans betting the over. I I'm not going to budge off six. I'm not budging. No, you're not going to get me to do it. You'll try in August. I'm not going to try. You're going to tell yourself <laughs> to do it, though. I'm not going to do it. You're going to drink the Kool-Aid. No, right now you have to stand pat at six. That's what most people are going to do. That's what most people are going to do. Not Bob, our caller. Uh, yeah, Husker Bob is... I mean, but... Now, Texas this year, 24-7 Sports, I was reading last night, 24-7 Sports is projecting... They did a, They did a projection of the season... And the projection was over seven wins for Texas this year. I mean, they have Bijan Robinson yeah, and, a, a stud. and a kid named Worley. They probably have the two best offensive players Worley, the receiver, Bijan Robinson, the running back. They probably have the two best offensive players in the Big 12. Bijan Robinson's a stud, an yeah, absolute beast. Yeah, running back. Absolute Worley's beast. an absolute beast on the, on the perimeter. Um, now, the Oklahoma is the favorite to win the Big 12, it seems, the consensus favorite, even though 
Lincoln Riley's gone, and they lost a bunch of guys. The thing is, though, they brought in a bunch of guys, including Dylan Gabriel, quarterback. They fortify. They lost to the portal, but then they went in the portal to to refortify. So they're the pick. Now Texas, though. So you asked the question on the rundown: which program will get back yeah. more quickly? I don't know. You know what's interesting about it? It seems like they're on a similar trajectory. <laughs> well, they have been this <laughs> whole know. time. Ever since '09, they've been on a similar trajectory. But who changes it first? If you look at pundits, though, it seems like they're the what they're projecting for each team in 2022 is pretty similar. It's amazing. Six, seven wins. Yeah, yeah. So, six, seven, eight. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It is pretty amazing. I mean that they have been on a similar trajectory for since two thousand nine, and nobody would have guessed that. No, no. nobody would have guessed that. It, it was it was news. Yeah, in twenty ten for Nebraska to be above them, they still lost to Texas. But yeah, you said they go five and seven after a good year of winning the Big Twelve championship. Right. Nebraska's trying to get redemption. They're five and zero. Oh, they lose that game. They still have a good season, but. Um, but since then, Nebraska has just kind of gone the wrong direction. Yeah. Pelini from 2010 to 2014 won 10 games twice and was and played for conference titles twice from 210 to 214. Correct? Yeah. Won 36 games in that span, I believe. Um, I, I, I had written down the record elsewhere, but I'm going by memory. I think from 2010 to 2014, Bo was 36 and 19 or 36 and 18. Okay, with with two appearances in conference title games, one was a good game against Oklahoma, as you yep, remember. They yep. blew it. What they seventeen zero lead. Yeah, and then the other game was an utter disaster. It's Wisconsin, right? It's bad. Uh, uh, Riley was nineteen and nineteen. Uh, we don't even. I I, I I almost feel like the Mike Riley years didn't happen. Uh, Frost is fifteen and twenty nine. Jay Stu says this is regarding both programs from Texas and Nebraska. If you run through several coaches and ADs, who are you going to blame? What stayed consistent? There's a lot of change. I mean, it didn't work. The regimes did not work for Nebraska and for Texas several times now. You mentioned Charlie Strong. Didn't work out. Tom Herman was acceptable, but not good enough. Steve Sarkeesian, too early to, to know. There's a difference him. in the conversations. You know what the difference in the conversations is? Steve Sarkeesian is under a lot of heat in his second year. They're not doing the long runway thing at Texas. He's got a, they're talking, they, pundits, fan base at Texas, is they got to get to a bowl game, and they got to they gotta show well this year. For, Sark has to. That wasn't the conversation, obviously, with Frost, obviously. He's in year five at 15 and 29. He's still here. Yeah, Sark can't go 15 and 29. He's not going to go 15 and 29. And make it at Texas. He'll be gone before he gets to fifteen and twenty nine, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, he would be. He got. They're talking. He's got to win this year. Uh, that, yeah, no one lasts that long. Texas, Texas, yeah, Texas is on a. They're in a dangerous situation too, but it's not as dangerous because they're they're in Texas. It's not as dangerous. It'll never be as dangerous in Austin in Austin as it is in Lincoln. It'll be easier to get back in Austin. They have Texas. talent right there. Tons of talent. Thank you. As we saw in the, in the, you know, the only thing that was different between Nebraska and Texas in these this graphic since '09 is the fact they have had a ton of four and five star players compared to Nebraska having no five star players and much less four star. This players. is where you get in trouble. 
Me? Yes. Why? Because what does it suggest if Texas is recruiting all the four- and five-star players, Nebraska has zero five-star players, appreciably less number of four-star players, does it suggest to you that Nebraska must be developing? <laughs> if they're keeping up with uh, Texas. They're, well, if they're keeping up with I would just say Texas. there's no development at Texas. There's some here. Yeah, there, there's players regressing at Texas. Yes, there's yeah. regression. Players are oh, getting worse. At, I, yeah, players yeah. are getting worse yeah. at Texas. Yeah. There is, there is, yeah, there is more development in Lincoln because there has to be one. One thing, but still you, not great. One thing you hear about Texas is, especially during the Mac Brown years, is they were, they were building their classes very early, recruiting kids and and getting verbal commitments from sophomores and juniors, and then those kids were backing off. They had their commitment to the big school, and then they weren't they weren't getting better in high school, and they came to Texas too fat and happy. Fat and happy. Yeah, I mean speaking figuratively, figuratively. Uh, Bird in Columbus says, you know, the SEC is just going to compound Texas's problems when they go to the SEC. <laughs> yes, Bird. I mean, you're right. The, if if yes. they can't win right now in what is a, I'd say average Big Twelve, right? It's not bad. It's average. They're not winning. They're going to go to the SEC and just start winning? No. That, a, that certainly does compound their problems. Uh, here's an SEC deep. stat for you. Ready for an SEC stat, Jacob? Yep. Since two, This is according to Josh Pete. Since 2007, there have been more head coaches in the SEC West than there have been Alabama losses. Hello. Since, since what year? Since 2007, there have been more head coaches in the SEC West than there have been Alabama losses. <laughs> well, they have the best coach to ever. That's a, they that's have the a, best coach in the history stat. of college football. That's a good stat right yeah. there. Since 2007, there have been more head coaches in the SEC West than there have been Alabama losses. He's the best, the best college football coach in history, and there's no yeah. argument. I, I don't think you can argue. There's no that. argument. Uh, to those asking, before we get to break, yes, uh, we discussed it the first half hour of the show, but Dylan Raiola does commit to Ohio State. If you want to listen to our thoughts on that podcast page, we went to it deeply. I will tell you that Ohio State did a fabulous job recruiting him, and you can't just say, well, it's Ohio State. They don't have to do anything. It's, it's Ohio State, which has all of the wins and all of the background, but still recruits like it doesn't. Yeah. Bam. Kudos to them. Yeah. Done, done a good job there. Uh, Robin Washit is next on Early Break in the Ticket.